what has to do with the parsha yet. Okay, it's something that Machshav has to my mind a little bit. I spoke on the shul yesterday. And the more says a piece at the end of the Roman at the bottom, which I mentioned in the show yesterday, was that I spoke about. The more says a story that there was two Amaroyim walking. Um, from and the Russia, they were walking in the, amongst the basic Baltic Kinesias of Lud, the city of Lud. And Rafanina says to Russia, how much money my forefathers have spent to make these beautiful shuls over here. The, uh, my mom spent so much money, you know, he was being a spoiler, and, and how much money they've uh, submerged into these shuls, spent on the shuls. So Rafanina answers back, Rafanina answers back, and he says, how many nefashas your parents have, your forebears had buried over here. If I give you money to the show, you could have given the money to support these people to learn Torah. That's what Morris says. And Morris says another story was with the same, with the same type of uh, Morris's. He built this beautiful door for the basic, for the basic Knesset, basic matters actually, and he points out how much money he spent on it, and he said, better plastic, it says, you forgot their creator. even they built palaces. Very nice had palaces. It says there wasn't. You couldn't find something to use the money to support something to learn Torah. So it's Kapasim and Simon Reishmantes and Hilchestalko that based on the Gemara that if a person has an issue of giving money to a basic Knesset, so giving money to support learning Torah, you should give to learning Torah. The girsa of the Gemara and Peya. The Gemara and Peya adds in, well, the girsa of the Tashpat, he quotes it from the Gemara and Peya. The Gemara and Peya goes to basically the same, same whole story. But over there, the girsa of the Tashpat, when he quotes the Gemara, he also adds in Chalem Aniyim. There was Aniyim which were, which, were, which were ill. You couldn't find people who were learning Torah. Or Aniyim which were sick to give it to. So the Marik is Madaiq, that if they had to say Chalem Aniyim, Stam Aniyim, you know, apparently that basically goes before stuff. And the Shatarov brings that Marit. So the Gru on that brings the Gemara Babas and Daftes. And he says that that's, he disagrees. The Gemara Babas and Daftes, the Gemara says that Ravasi said a person has a key to give a shish as a shekel b'shana. A person, minimum stock, a person must give, a person must give, the poorest person in Christ must give a shish as a shekel, it's not a lot of money. So over the year he has to give a shish as a shekel. And the Morris says, how do we know that? It says, the Pasuk of the says, the Hamad and the Mitzvah, they made a, they made a rule, and lost the Shlishi, the Shekel, the Shana, the Lord is basically okay. Zoktaisu, in the Tesson off the bottom, it's, a one, it's a, not even a full line, Taisus, he says, that Pasuk is talking about a Lord is basically okay, talking about building the base of Mikdash, so or, or upkeep of the base of Mikdash, better Kabayis. So you're Mechriz to give a Shlishi, the Shekel, for better Kabayis. What's the right of stuff? Because it says, Kolshkein, stuff. So you see from Tarsus's eyes that its stalka is higher than Beta Mikdash. Kalbachairmas of the gun stalka is higher than Besaknes. So that is and that's how the garden path so that's the order of priorities. Talmud Torah, Chalamaniyim, Staka, and then Beit Knesset. 
and that was uh, that was the topic of the halacha aspect of this year. So I just want to talk a little bit about the mitzvah tzlaka. Um It's a uh, it's a mitzvah which is not it, it's not sonagayet to you right now, but it's a question of developing an attitude towards it. Which Hashem, one day when you're sitting in your home and somebody's knocking on your door and he's asking you, and he's the fifth person who came that day for for an adava, and you're not making so much money yourself anyway, what is your attitude going to be? There's there's a Zaira Kaddish. The Zaira the says that that the correct way to look at when Ani comes is the following. He says in Shemayim, the person's under under scrutiny and he's found deficient. He's lacking. So Bereshim is the Balkhaster. So Bereshim sends him an Ani to his door. He says, I feel bad for you. Bereshim says, you're, you're lacking in your schools. I'm stuck with a phenomenal schools. I'm going to do your chesed, send you an ani to your door, that you should be able to be zaycha, to give money to the ani, and now you'll be able to save yourself what you did in Shemai. That is the Zayr's uptight, so what it means when an ani comes knocking at your door. That's, exact, that's how the Zayr touches up what's happened. So, if you look at it that way, so obviously, you know, welcome Meshuggah is not going to run to the door and say, ah, thank you so much, please, I hear, you know. But, the, but we don't look at it that way sometimes. Um, the guy, and it doesn't go like that. Part of the problem is, uh, or maybe a vast majority of the problem is that it, what he wants is money, right? And money is something which is very valuable to us, and we don't want to part with our money. So it's very hard to talk about a shir about, or a shmuz about stock without well, talking about money for a moment. The head of the Rosh and Orchus Chaim, the Nesk of Tess. You should remove from yourself. Mishana Zakana Rotsu is the Lashem of Pasuk. This Mishana Zakana Rotsu is a Pasuk in Malachim, which is that a person supports himself on a, on a walking stick. And instead of that walking stick, he, got, he took a reed. And that's not a reed. A reed which is to smithereens. He's leaning on, there's nothing. You know, so of course he's going to fall over. Mishana Zakana Don't rely on human beings. A person should walk with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. While Tosim Zahav Kislecha. Castle is a lotion of, of security. Do not make gold, money, that which you rely on. That's the beginning of a Vodazor. Reliance on money is a Vodazor. You should spend money as the Kodesh Baruch so desires. The Bershom can fill up the Chesor. The law says tariff, but they basically, the Russian can give you for your pronoster. Okay? So you shouldn't. They say, from the Rizal, the Rizal said that, that when the Archicest of Gadala was Zaycha to remove the Yetzahara of Abodazara from Klai Yisrael, at that point in time, money became the Yetzahara of Abodazara. And that has been the Yetzahara of Abodazara from that time is, the, is, is money. Interesting. You don't find too much in the way of Musr the Paskins in Shulchan Aruch. It's not a standard, you know, 
Some more you find, you know, you open up some Reish Laman Aleph, which talks about that a person should be aware of Kaddish Baruch throughout all of his deeds. So, yeah, so that's, you know, that's, that's a very obvious, that's what it's going to talk about. You open up the Stalker, and the Mechaber Passons over there, that a person should not make a mistake to think that when you give Stalker, you're going to lose money and end up without money, because Adarab, the Russian is going to give you money because he gave Stalker. It's, it's a Sif and Shukhanar. Hey, it's, 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 a, it's a halacha, it's up to passing the halacha, the sip and shachanar. Hey, it wasn't a Musa Shmuz, it's a halacha. He's past getting halacha, the mice of the mahalacha of the Torah is that the Russian gives money when you give stuff. It is so difficult for us to let go of our money. Because, for this, this, this reason, because it's Chilis of Abedazar. I think there's four reasons why people like, like, want to have money. Um, in no specific order. Um, number one, people like to have money because money is available to spend. You can buy things with money. You buy what you want. So it, it, it's mamala your type. So money it addresses type of desire. Um, money brings with it covet. The person has pressure. Well, who am I? I'm this rich, wealthy, fancy, schmancy guy. So Mela everybody thinks I'm great. Right? right? Um, I think money has two other things which it gives to the person. Money gives a, feeling, a person a feeling of control. I have control. I, I, I can, people have to listen to me because I have money. I have control of my life. I, I have, I, I, I'm in the driver's seat. And the flip side of that is, which would be this, is may I feel secure. Human beings feel very, the biggest challenge we have is when we're unseated from the driver's seat, we feel very, 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 very confused. I'm not in control of my life. And there's most of the time a person really believes he is in control of his life and he lives with that hard gush that I'm in control of my life. And there's certain points in his life where a person's faced with I'm not in control of my life. And it's very, very challenging. Um, this um, Reverend Borowski was talking with us. He says, the reason why people find Misa, well, and they find Misa is so disconcerting, you know, then there's a death because death is something which we have, over, we have no control over it at all. It's a total statement that you are not the one who's in control of the world. Because Brooklyn's in control of the world. And people find that very disconcerting. That's why well, all of these emotional issues we have when people grapple with death. I mean, Batson Chazal's picture of Misa should not be anything, it's not disconcerting at all. Chazal's picture of Misa is a person going back to his to Salam Chazal gives the Moshal of, of Chazal describes the Yom HaMavis. And because I'll say, what's the muscle of the sending Yemen Mavis? That there's a woman who her husband was a sailor. And her husband was away on the high seas. And every day she would get herself all beautiful. Right? And the neighbor says, what are you doing? She says, well, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be a quick wind and everything will come quickly. And my husband will walk in the door. So I want to look beautiful when he walks in the door. And he says, that's the possible. Every day, you should have beautiful clothes on, beautiful shaman. You should always be ready. That you might be, you might, might die, and you're going to go into So it's almost like she's sitting there waiting for that day that her husband will come home. She's all beautiful, beautiful you know, making herself beautiful for that moment. And that's how, because I'll give the muscle. That's the other ah, We're waiting for that moment where we look beautiful walking to Kaddish Baruch's arms. We should be, when we're called in, we're, we look nice. I mean, Chazal has a different picture of, of what it means, Misa. 
But we don't relate to Misa like that. And Misa, Misa is extremely disconcerting to a human being because it says you're not in control of your life. The ultimate lack of control is you can't hold on, you can't hold on to life. Money is what gives us this feeling of control. That's a Vodazar. That's a Vodazar at its best. It's my security. It's my castle. It's what I, what I rely on. I feel secure. When a person has money in the bank and he has a job which he's making money, he feels relaxed. And a person doesn't have money in the bank and he doesn't have a job and he's not sure how he's going to pay his bills, he, besides that he has a practical problem how to pay his bills, he feels very, un, very not at, at ease with himself. Um, you do with that, the vast majority, that one of the, the major issues of, 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 of Shalom Bayes is when, when money is not coming in. Because people are, are, are tense. So they're, inten- they're tense. It, 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 it. Revolver has a ph- phenomenal horror. Says people go. Says people go through this world pretty much feeling very, very secure. They have me talking. They feel secure. Pretty much the world seems to run very. You know, there's this nice government. There's hospitals. There's so many things which we have which we feel so confident in. The 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 uh, the uh, um, Havana and the aside which comes and rips out the foundations from under our feet and gets us so, makes us so uncomfortable is the middle of Bitochen. Bitochen comes and says, the person wakes up and says, I'm not in control. And the world is in control. And that moment is so disconcerting. What's the answer? The answer, you know, we've much regret many times is Bitochen means trust. When you get in the car with somebody else and he's in the driver's seat, you're sitting in the other seat, you, have to, you choose how much you want to trust that. You're obviously at some level of trust because otherwise you wouldn't get in the car with him. But you can sit there the whole ride, second guessing what he's doing and getting nervous and, and giving advice and stamp, stomping on, on this on this virtual brake pedal which you don't have and and grappling onto the, to the. Or you can sit back in the back like you know a chauffeur driving the guy. The guy in the back is totally not interested at all. He's, he has total confidence in his, in his, in his chauffeur. Right. Leave the driving to us. Greyhound, leave the driving to us. You know, you quite totally relaxed. It's Gabaldi, and he doesn't drive him. That's what it means to be talking. It's total trust. We sit in the driver's and we get very nervous. And, you know, the place where it expresses itself, and the reason why the Rizal calls it of is, is is letting go of money. Money is that thing which I, I have confidence in. And the Morris says, uh, once heard this R from Rebel Wine, the Morris says that Rish Lakish, when he was Nifter, so he, he made a cheshman of what he, ha- what he owns. When he came a cheshman, he owns a Kav Marikas. Marikas was this type of a vegetable which is available in, is down by, the, by the, the marsh, and you would gather it basically for free. And he had gathered a cava marikas, which he didn't end up using. He had left over, uh, you know, this is this person, once upon a time was the rush of the, the list him. He was, you know, he was a bandit and he had all this money. He ended his life owning a cava marikas. A pruta, two prutas. He says, oh, he leaves over his wealth to others. 
Pearl Nafshe, the Pasuk of Ozer, the Chayim Chayim, is well for other people. That's the Gemara. It's more exclusive. What does the Gemara say? He says, Ishtar says, I was put in this world to serve a Kaddish Baruch. Money was given to me as a Kaili for a Vaida. There was X amount of Kaili which was given to me, which I never used. So I, I spent time getting that, and I never ended up using it. So that Kaili was a way, that, that time spent gathering that Kav of Marikas, and the Kav was on a major amount. You know. Ten minutes, that ten minutes of my life was wasted time. So I once heard one on the tape, he says, you know, can you try and contrast that to the concept of, of, of portfolio? You know, a person, you know, making arrangements for their children's portfolios and their grandchildren's portfolios and their great-grandchildren's portfolios, you know, and then they, and they leave over these phenomenal estates. I mean, basically, they wasted a large part of their life. They're supposed to be focusing on serving Kaddish Bordeaux. Money is for that purpose, and they're busy taking care of everybody else but themselves. They're missing the point. They don't understand what life is about. And I said this myself, the first year I was here, um, second year I was here, there was a fellow who was about Shuva, and his brother was getting started as what do you call it, financial advisor for, for um, American Express, whatever. So he made this, he has his offer, you get an hour free consultation. Financial advice. I'm a fool. I thought there was actually real financial advice being given out in the first hour. But anyway, so I went to him, fairly, I actually wanted to figure out how I could be able to save some money to pay for his yeshiva tuition, you know. That was, that, that's my key. Right? So I wanted to work on, you know, getting some advice to, to work on saving money. So I get this, he says, okay, so let's see what your assets are. He says, you have a retirement account? Says, no, I don't have a retirement account. He says, you must have a retirement account. So listen, I'm not coming here to give you advice, tell me how I'm running my life. I don't want to have a retirement account right now. I want to work on saving money to pay for tuition. Retirement account is a personal question. Tuition is my kid. I want help on that. So he went back and forth. He says, you must have a retirement account. He says, you can't tell me I must have anything. And then he went on the rest of the hour explaining to me how if I hire him, he'll be, you know, the, the free advice of the hour was if I hire him, he'll do this for me, and he'll do that for me, and he'll do this for me and that, but he didn't do anything for me. But, you know, I said, I'm not going to hire you. You have a guy who tells me he must have a retirement. I said, I'm trying to address my chiyuv in this world. I have a chiyuv to pay. To, that's my chiyuv. The, the retirement, that's the Russian's cash flow. There's people all in who have retirement accounts and are depleted immediately because they're sick. If people don't have any retirement accounts, they can get them right so they, they don't retire. Good, so they work till they're 95. Achmenish that Eliyashev has a retirement account. I don't, I don't, I, you know. He retired yet, he's still working. So how can, he can't collect his retirement account yet, you know. You know, when he retires, how can he worry about it, you know. Um, something about Tzmini Chacham, they, they don't get this idea you're supposed to retire. They just never figure that out, you know. That's Hashem, you know. We're looking forward. It, it, it's like this poor fellow was was he was so confused. And actually, like you know, how do I get across to this person this message that that's not what life is about? Every um, Tversky says his says his story, and of course he's a psychiatrist. He gives a story with, a, with you know a story with this. So the fellow comes to the psychiatrist, and he rises at the door, and they ask him, "So what are you doing here?" He says, "I don't know." He says, "Well, you came for a reason." I mean, he says. Why did you come? So my family made me come. Oh, okay, good. Why did your family make you come? 
They think I'm crazy. So send me to the psychologist. He says, why do they think you're crazy? He says, I don't know. He says, well, what do they say? He says, they think I'm crazy because I love pancakes. He says, the psychologist says, that's ridiculous. What's wrong with loving pancakes? I also love pancakes. And the guy says, really? You must come to my house. I have millions stored in my attic. Okay. The nimshal is obvious, right? Storing pancakes is, no, is, is crazy. And storing money is normal. Why? Why is that normal? This, you know, the because I mean, I'll talk about you know, by the by the Namola, the Gaulas of Namola, that it Argibakai's Lachma is busy and it, because it says maybe Khrushbach will give me more life and I'll need it. Oh, okay. Understand that. It's a, it's it's but this fellow, I mean, we, we try to understand, like, you know, I read this read this article a while back about this fellow. This major stockbroker, his 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 income was yeah. His income was, I mean, nowadays it's a small thing. His income per year was 20 million plus, you know, 20 plus million per year. Besides what he, you know, I mean, say you do that in a few years, you have a lot of money put away, you know, you make investments, etc. That's his income, you know. Um, so he just, bro- he just was caught for falsifying some securities things, etc. Because he wanted to make another, you know, give him another $10 million. You know, the reality is, 20 million, the guy had, like, I think his assets were over 100 million, you know. So, 100 million, 110 million, I have to tell you, it's not a big difference in the mice. I mean, not that I'm such a big bucky, right? But, you know, from Linnaeus Dicey, I don't see a big difference in seeing 100 million, 110 million in regards to your buying power. You want to buy an island, maybe, you might run out of money. I'm saying, well, you know, like, you know what, where are the issues? What is the motivation? You know, because I'll say, and that's that a logical understanding of life. And one, one, time, one time, a big usher, one time said, he said, you know, I'm much poorer than you are. Right? Because Mishi Yeshamon writes him a sign. So I'm worth a hundred million. I'm looking, lacking a hundred million dollars. I want another hundred million. He says, you're, you're worth a, a thousand. You're lacking a thousand. So you're only missing a thousand. I'm missing a hundred million. I'm much poorer than you are. You know? It's true. I mean, they're Musagim. are much bigger than mine. You know, I don't have these Musagim. Um, uh, but what's that what life is about? So the so the the, the, the Froome answer is I want you know money for my kids, but you know everything else is you know I want to make money for my kids. I want to make sure that they're, 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 that they're secure. You, you can't make sure of anything, and you can try you can miss that all, but you can't make sure of anything. But, but that only makes sense. The Kabbalist Chaim writes in a place, very strong lashonus. He says if you have a choice in spending your money now or saving it for your kids. He says, you don't know what your kids are going to do with the money. Maybe your kids won't be kosher. Maybe your kids won't follow the path that you want them to follow. Maybe they'll waste that money. Who said it makes sense to leave it over to those people? It's not in your control anymore. It's a Gemara and Shabbos. The more says a person should do, do when it's Matzi, when it calls money, it's Matzi, but you're able to do, you should do. So Rashi says, what's the problem? When you have money available to give it to Sucker, you should give it to Sucker. Because there's going to come a point where it's not available anymore. So what are you going to do in Shemayim? You, you need the schools at Sucker. Sucker is a phenomenal schools. They'll get sucker for me. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. There's a lot of cheshbonus in life. Why they won't, you know? The Chavos Chaim is very strong about it. He writes about Hashem Erlin, writes about Anabas and footnotes. And that's not a seichel to Gazah. He says in Kabbalah Karma, people do shady business practices in order to make sure that the kids have money. 
it's just, and it's also shame shemayim, you know, because uh, it's kosher because I'm doing it to support my kids, and, it's, and the Gemara says it's a mitzvah to support your kids. It's tzaddik, right? I just talk about colleagues. There's a person who's on the front of his bonnet and basement. So it's the Gemara says that, etc. Mitzvah of is more the correct application, but you know, it's her doesn't tell you that. There is a machshava from a Hirsch, which there's a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara says, "Kol kareh begadim bechamosah, b'shavakelim bechamosah, shibi be'enech kilo he's over the Because that's the that's the approach of the of the Yitzhara. The Yomer Malayase Kach, the Mochar Malayase Kach. The next day he says, "Go do a Zara, He goes and does a Zara. Two more. In the Perak Arig, so it first has a machshava. If I had asked you, if you want to find the mitzvah which touches up the side of Kolatar Kula, I can guarantee you the mitzvah that he says will not be your answer. It says which mitzvah touches up the side of Kolatar Kula? The mitzvah of Baal Tashtit. Do not destroy the tree. Monson. How does Baal Tashtit? Says, and what's this? The more talking about the more says, what's wrong when a person tears a beggar? So I understand, you want to understand something. There's only one person who has the right to tear, to tear a beggar. The owner. Only the owner has the right to destroy something. This Rabbi tells you, my friend, you are not the owner of the world. It's his world. He doesn't like the fact that you're just destroying things in his world, damaging things in his world. A person is Kareya he gets angry, he rips Begadim. You have a bias to rip Begadim. You're not the owner of this thing. I'm not the Russian says. I gave wishes to you with it. You are not the owner of that beggar. It's given to you as a Kaili to do what you're supposed to be doing with it. It's a Kaili for Avaida. A person breaks a Kaili Bechamosa. So the more that you benechakili is a bit of a zara. It's a bit of a zara. I'm the owner of the world. I'm the violin. But that's not you've you've taken the kaddish baruch off of the throne and replaced the kaddish baruch with yourself. That's not a bit of zara. Of course, it's a bit of a zara. So, so the mitzvah baltashes in his mind touches up the nakuda, the yisoid, the message that the developed is nishtaina. Um, does it mean that a person is supposed to spend um, does it mean a person is supposed to spend all this money in Spaka? So Chazal made it Kanazusha, you can't you can't do it a person has to find a, a balance, the Raman says, and people say is, the Raman says that a person who's in the fast has money too much is wrong, a person who's a kili, he's stingy too much is also wrong, a person has to find the balance. So I'll say the balance is a chaymish. Right? Uh, and preferably a chaymish. The costume that Allah seems to be is that our niyam, which are set there, available, which need money, you have a chiv to give chaymish. Could be even more than chaymish, at least chaymish. Chaymish is a pretty decent amount of sum for a person to give to the to, 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 to um, there are, even that, there are exceptions in the case you're allowed to give more. The Balatanya says that that halacha is only doesn't apply when it's kind of fashion. It's kind of fashion, you give more. 
So then what do you do when your neshama is in Sakana because it doesn't have enough mitzvahs? What do you do when your neshama is in Sakana because it's, it's, it's black and it needs exclusive stuff? It's a Sakana Savoshis. You better give some more stuff. Svaltanya says it. says the Yamal says the Moor says the Moor says the Yamal says the Moor says such a Nusa. The Moor says that there was an Amara in the Monsuvas that he was he was about to be Nifter and he saw he says it's a long road and uh, suitcases are too light. They're not full they're not packed up enough with enough mitzvahs and he's got a long road to go. So he was omen and gave a lot of his money to the Sakha. Moor says I didn't come to Ushav and can't get more than a fifth. Doesn't apply by Yamal Right? And the cashman is because you need it. You, 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 you're, you're, you're investing your money. Mishlokish went all the way, you know. Um, the Ramam says, and Hilfus Stalker, the Ramam says that a person should be Zoyer. We have to be very careful in the midst of Stalker because there's no other mitzvah, and all of the mitzvahs are say of the Torah which is comparable to Stalker. It's Chazal's havana of the chiyav of stucca. I mean, and, and, and it's phenomenal. Chazal gives stucca. The Chazal gives such phenomenal sums of money. And the guy, you know, you, you look at the uh, <coughs> even in that room, Jew. Now you look at the tax returns, and you look at the. You know, it's, it's mind-boggling. There's people, you know, people I know who've, who've had the experience of being audited and try to explain to the auditor what it means that they gave ten thousand dollars a year to stucca. And it's not a phenomenal amount of money. You know, the order is like, what, what, what do you mean? I, I, you don't get it. You know, the average, I think they, they did a study in the year 2000, they based on the, the returns, with the average amount of money which a Jew, which American gives to, to charity was $237 and I think 12 cents. That was the average amount which a person gives over the year to charity. The poorest you can gives more than that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know you give it, you, some people give it, give it away one, and one Sunday afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, $237. No, it's, it's, it's like, we're, we're in the, Kaiser gives stock. But the, 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 at the same time, Yushalmi says, we should be maxed a type of the Ramoyan. Yushalmi says, we should, we should have Kakarsa type to the Ramoyan. <coughs> Because the onus of not giving stock is so powerful and so terrible. If we have no excuse, it would be terrible for us. We have an excuse. I thought he's a Ramah. You know, there's a, there are Ramah out there. There's, there's Shakranas. So I have a little bit of I, He looked like a Ramah. You know, I, I, the guy came, you know, and I smell. I have, you know, I have a good, you know, whatever. You get to listen. At least something. I heard a different shot. Like a, that, that's, that's the partial shot over there. I heard a different shot like a Mora, which is, we should map the table of He says, so it's going to come a day which we're going to knock on the door. It's going to be very late at night, and we're going to knock on this door and say, and say let me in. And this is, you deserve to come in? What do you have? What do you, you look, I look like a big guitar, I dive in and I learn. I said, yeah, it's, 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 it's a kapapa to mice. It's not true. Not true. Yeah, the whole thing's a joke. Now you, have this, you have your letter of Ishur from the, from the rabbi down there. It's not true. It says, but for Rebbe even the guy knocked on my door, I didn't ask him that question. I said, he said, only I'll give it to him. So I'm claiming I'm, I'm something, please let me in. He said, okay, so I mean, I'm we'll let you in. He says, we all send by the din, and we, we, we know we're going to come to the day, we're going to knock on that door. Please let us in. He says, what? What do you have? You're davening, you're davening. He says, davening is not, not worth too much. You're learning, also not worth too much. You're stalker, you didn't give enough money to stalker. Me, this type is, no. 
How many times did you, did you get angry with your kids? You shouldn't get angry with your kids. What are you coming to me? With? What are you showing? It's all worthless. It's worthless currency. But one thing Lisa did, I, I, I was nice to the guy who didn't, I didn't ask him that question. And I didn't look at the piece of paper that says standard donation, that's all I gave, you know? Standard donation, you know. I gave a little bit extra. I said, okay, I'll give a little bit extra for you also. Munich and Agamemnon. Lukhiv of Stalker, I mean, each person Lukhiv Madrigosa, the person Lukhiv to give. And this Gemara, it takes it, you know, just just trying to put this idea of Stalker and money in, in, in perspective. I want to tell you a personal mindset which I had. Um, I spent this, I spent two summers in Dayton, Ohio for a seed program. And there was a wonderful person there who was a Ben Acher Ben from the, from the Lavush. That's a Jaffe. His father, Olav Shalom, learned the tells and litter. The Kharusa with the Panamacharab, he and the Panamacharab were Kharusas together in tells in Europe. This fellow came to America in the 1910s, and he ended up in southwestern Ohio, Lima, Dayton, those cities over there, and he became a millionaire. And you, today, if you go into the, if you go into Yeshiva, the dining room, the William Jaffe dining room. That was the Panavich Rosh Harusa. He came to America and he stayed through. Raised kids, it was hard to raise the kids through, but he stayed through. So when the Yeshiva opened up, and Tel Yeshiva opened up in, in, in 1941 in Cleveland, you know, this is, you know, this, for him it was like this is such a, you know, the, the Hargoshes, that this Yeshiva, you know, his, his Yeshiva was transplanted to America. And he, they actually, one year in the Shiva Banker, they actually, uh, I think, they, they honored him. So I once found one of the old journals, I don't know what year it was, but at the end of the 40s, in the 50s, they honored him. He was the honoree of the, the, of the, the Shiva Banker. He had a dream that one day he's going to retire, and he's going to go back to Yeshiva and he's going to sit in the entire, in Yeshiva again. It was his dream. He was a Litzvah, I mean, the seller was a Litzvah, the son was a Litzvah. I mean, Litzvahs, they can be totally fry, but learning they love. You know, I mean, like, it didn't make a difference. They love learning. You could talk to them learning for the whole day, you know. The guy, you know, loyal, and they can do who knows what to do, but learning they love, you know. So the father, he had this dream. Before he retired, he, came, he became blind. He wasn't able to carry out his dream. So I'm talking to the son. The son was, that was, there was a few sons. One son remained through him, and that was the one son I was living with. And he tells me that the son had been a millionaire and had lost it all. He invested in downtown Lima, Ohio. Thought it was going to go up. Well, it didn't go up. And he lost all of his money in that venture. He paid back every one of his creditors. He didn't, he didn't care back. He paid back every one of them. He built, his money, he built his money up again and did the second. He lost his money a second time. And he was working on building himself up. Now he, when Bishaita, when he had money, he used to take off, every two weeks a year he used to take off, he used to go to Earth to Math and Monty, and he used to sit and learn. So he, and then they made a space, he was, he was weaker in learning, he his background, he grew up in southwestern Ohio, and he was, actually the city they lived in, by the way, wasn't even Lima, it was Sydney, Ohio. Sydney, Ohio had three Jews in it. Mr. Jaffe, Mrs. Jaffe, and Herb Jaffe, the son. As he said, there was three, there was three, it was, it was, it was, it was their family, that was it. That was, Sydney, Ohio was, um, okay, so... What was his background already? So he went to Arsimeth, they made a special shear for him. He was very close with, with, with Rashiva, Rubikowski, 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 R
So I told him, I said, you know, why don't you do it again this year? And he says, every year when I come, I would come with a very big donation for the yeshiva. And right now my mom says, I can't afford it. So I said, it's Herb, Herb Jaffe. So I said, Herb, listen, they don't want your money. They want you to come and learn. To worry about the money later. Go. He says, no, Rabbi, I can't. I, I must come. He says, forget about the money. Just go. And we had this fight. And I put them on the phone a few times afterwards. He says, Rabbi, I'm going to build up the money again, and I'm going to go. Postscript. This, this is my <coughs> 93, the summer 93. And he was always like, the end of the year. And so I said, I phone a few times, go. He didn't go. Make some more money, and they'll go. And it was for a good reason. He wanted to, give, he wanted to be able to give money to the Shiva donation. Next summer, he was, done, he was diagnosed with, with, with Yanomakhla. Went to the hospital in Boston. He flew in for one day to, just to see me. Like they, they made arrangements. He was sick. He was in the hospital. He, made, he pushed. He, had, he wanted to at least meet with me. He came in for one day to meet with me. We had it. We met at the hospital. He was nifted. That dream never happened. And it, it, you know, obviously it hurt me terribly because I, I told him, you never know when it's going to be too late. I, I kept on, don't make the same mistake your father, don't make the same mistake your father made. Don't wait until it's too late. 